It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we gotta go to work. We gotta do right offense. Porn will start the internet. That's how Ryan and I are starting off this podcast. As we just uh, dovetail into it, hey, it's the uh, playoffs. Wade and Ryan here. NFL London, how are we doing, everybody? Hello. Um, hell, we're final in the final four. It is the final four. Nope. Yeah, five, it five. is the final four. Uh, Ryan and I talked about our playoff picks last year when we started the season. Ryan and I both had LA versus LA close, but no cigar. Uh, the right. final four is uh, going to be Kansas City versus uh, New England, and then we've also got New Orleans. Um, uh, versus LA, so Ooh, spicy uh, games. So it's, it's good to have the top four scoring teams. Yes, in the NFL or in the in the final four, because there was a lot of talk about defense coming back, right? Like, yeah. yeah, it's the playoffs. You know, defense wins championships, and see you later, defense. Mm. Basically, even though they were all good defensive I mean, games, you got New Orleans has a great defense. New LA does. has a pretty good defense. Um, so I mean, you know, defense has played a role, and obviously, Kansas City's defense stepped up last week. Uh, let's get into that game. We'll talk about that one. Indianapolis. Uh, you know, we all thought that Indianapolis would keep up uh, uh, to Kansas City in this one, but no deal. It was over when it started. It, it snowed. The snow kicked everyone's ass. Uh, the defense from Kansas City showed up. They beat Indianapolis 31-13. to Patrick Mahomes, 278 yards. Luck, 203 yards. Marlon McAuley, 46 yards. Yeah. You really saw Indianapolis struggle as Kansas City's defense really took that week off and really used it there. Oh, incredible. it was this game was demoral. It was really upsetting to watch from a from a Colts perspective. Like Andrew Luck came out terrible. It was like three and out punt, three and out. I think he went three and out like five straight times to start the game. Yeah, and then it already went up like seventeen. Nothing. It was over. It just felt like it was over. It was very similar to the Pats game where you're like five minutes in, you're like, okay, I guess I can just talk to my friend for the rest of the yeah. game. You know, because this one's pretty much over. It was really like, especially of the comeback year Andrew Luck had to just go out on such a whimper. Um, I don't know if it's like, you know, dome team playing in the cold. I don't know how much of that had to do with it in the snow, but they played in that Buffalo game in the snow last year. So it's not like this is their first time, which was 10 times worse than what it was yesterday. But that's what, to me, what was so upsetting was it was just Andrew Luck just not showing up really kind of pissed me off in a way because I was really cheering for him to kind of take it to that next level. But they got the foundation right for next year. They got $100 million in cap space. Watch out for Indianapolis. They are going to come back, and they're going to fix their team. Yeah, I mean, that $100 million is going to make a big difference because a lot of teams are, are desperate for that when you're looking to try to find room for... Like a Le'Veon Bell, you know, go Le'Veon back to the Bell days or, of, of when they had Edger and James and yeah. they had Marshall, Marshall Falk. This is what Indianapolis needs to do. Uh, it's also interesting for me because obviously a lot of people were talking about Kansas City and how their playoff woes and how they always suck in the playoffs. Yeah. How, you know, they haven't won the Super Bowl since 1970. The last time they actually got in the playoffs and won in the playoffs was Joe Montana. Um, there were snowballs firing all over this game. And, and uh, really, the defense, I think, really set up a, a big justification here of saying, you know, because everyone was making fun of them going, yeah, Kansas City can get in, but their defense is going to let them down. The defense did not let them down. No. In fact, the defense really Andrew, showed up. Especially against an offensive line like the Colts, because all year, all you've been hearing about, Andrew Luck was sacked like 18 times, yeah. something like that. So to have that line just get, like Andrew Luck, every time he was going back, he was getting hit in the start. And it was, that's pretty much what threw him off his game. That's why they were going 3-0. It was really disappointing to see the Colts offensive line get pushed around. So again, I don't know, does it have to do with being on the road in that environment too, which is a yeah. really tough place to play. And I got to say, 
good for Kansas City to win this and get that monkey off their back because they really, if they would have lost that, that would that's like demoralizing to a city. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like as a Raptors fan, whenever LeBron sweeps us, yeah, and you're no, just exactly. like, what's the point of here getting all again. excited? Yeah, exactly. It's that here we go again attitude. So good on Andy Reid, but again, this feels like a different team than those other Chiefs. Well, it was all Alex Smith. Yeah, and right. You had Alex Smith, or you just never had any of that stability, and you got Patrick Holmes, who's going to probably be the MVP. Uh, yeah, da- Williams was great. Da- 129 uh, yards, 29. man. He really stood up there. And especially because everyone was talking through this, they were always saying, you know, this team hasn't looked the same since Kareem Hunt left. Yeah. And for him to just come out and just play balls out. And, but again, he's just playing such a good offense that there's so many ways the Chiefs can kill you. And that's what makes it really easy for a running back to be successful in this game because they're not going to put eight in the box and worry about him. Yeah. They're, wor- they're more worried about Tyree Kill burning them. They're more worried than Travis Kelce up the middle. So yeah. a guy like Williams can just walk in and have a really good game, and he's been doing it. So Yeah, no, it's, it's really nice to see. It was nice to see them uh, be able to utilize and move the ball around so many different ways, uh, so many different pieces that were working there. And did someone, I almost forgot when I was watching this, I don't know if it was the alcohol or something, but did someone almost hit the punter with a snowball? Yes, it hit him in the dick, it looked like. Uh, <laughs> no. It was so cool. I remember a guy punting and then literally the snowball. And I got to say, hell of a throw. Yeah. Whoever, that guy should be going to the combine. No, that guy should be. Uh, I think uh, that Andy Reid, they did say that Andy Reid had to address the fans at some point in the game to tell them to throw, stop throwing snowballs. Yeah, it's a dick, dick move. You it is a total dick move because you're obviously, you know, you're... What if you miss, you hit your guys. What if you hit someone in the eye? You know, you're not part of the game. If you wanted to play the game, go to college, drop out of college, yeah, get an NFL career. Still would If you will learn how to do it. <laughs> well, exactly. But, you know, people are morons. Obviously, it's going to be even colder than oh, saying it's gonna this be weekend. A nice, it's going to be a nice frozen like Lambeau field, basically. It's going to be really exciting. And I think that's – I don't know who's to the advantage of that is. Like, Tom Brady always plays in cold games. Um, but I think this is a different – Chiefs team. I'm excited for this We'll, next we'll get game, into that one as well. I'm also Obviously, our scores it. and our possessions. But, you know, what really got me is uh, the Chiefs scored in the first three possessions. They went out just like the, the Patriots did, but they went out solidly and scored in the first three possessions. And if they can do that tit for tat against the, the Patriots, they're going to have something going. Um, hey, how about them boys, huh? How can't about say, them Cowboys? Can't say that anymore. How about them boys? Uh, shut up now. Go golfing. Uh, them boys lost. Kept it close for a while. Uh, but the Rams are too much uh, for for a Dallas defense that has been very stingy on letting rushing yards. Uh, 123 from C.J. Anderson, 115 for Todd Gurley, 273 rushing yards against them. Unbelievable. That was their undoing. Uh, haven't been to a Super Bowl since 2002, and you can see why. Yeah, no, it, it was uh, that to me was the most shocking thing of the whole entire of all the games of all the weekend was just that. That just getting run over, absolutely, because that's the danger of a team like LA. Like they were this super pass-heavy team before Cooper Cup got went down, uh, but they could still kill you on the pass. But now having this this two-headed monster like CJ Anderson. I, I remember him. He was a pretty good running back on Denver. Yeah, he was all But right. he wasn't that big. No. It's like he's supersized himself. Yeah. Like, well, compared to Gurley, I think. He's so like Bane. Just, he's just him up. so big. And he's like a bowling ball. Just hits that off. It's, it's, it's been amazing to watch. And he's fresh. You know what I mean? He's yeah. even said, he's, I'm the freshest running back in the NFL. Like, he's had like 95 carries. And to be able to have that double... Double-edged sword of, of Todd Gurley with that breakaway speed, and then for C.J. Anderson to just, just bust it pound through. you yeah. and just beat down your linebackers and just beat your 
defense. It's going to be, it's a new dynamic that I think, didn't think the Rams thought they had. I think this is even a surprise to them. I think it's a really interesting thing by McVay because you are looking at, you know, obviously we talked about Cooper Cup being absent and how the st- stats for Jared Goff have dropped so dramatically as a result. But then using this, as you say, this two-headed monster of this new running game, I think really bodes well because a lot of people thought you can't run against Dallas. Right. Dallas stops the run. You know, they're going to be able to shut you down. And Dallas, had, they were just exhausted. You could just see the way that the Rams just kept hitting them and hitting them and hitting them, putting it up the middle. And eventually you could just see that they just they just winded the hell out of the Dallas defense, um, which I think a lot of people, when you're looking at New Orleans, who has struggled against a run, is really going to look at this and go, holy crap, these guys really, we're gonna have, how are we going to stop this? Well, New Orleans is the bad. They lost uh, Rankins, which hurts yeah, them. Huge, but huge. but I, think, I think they are they are the best. I think right now of, of the four, they're probably the best defense left, Yeah, uh, the Saints. So I think they're going to be all right. But the Rams D did, like, and Dominic Su had one of his best games of the whole year because he's been one of those guys that they signed him. But he never really heard much, but he was, like, disruptive yeah. in stopping because Zeke was only held to, like, 47 yards. Uh, I think so to have him that's what kind of pretty much killed them once Zeke wasn't doing it it was pretty much over because you know even as good as Dak Prescott's been he's not going to win it for you he's not going to be able to come back and no. do it like he's just not that quarterback he's not, he's he came out really like that first drive where they hit Amari Cooper it was really good but just to not get Zeke done like Sean Lee didn't look good every time he was in he was getting burnt uh, it was just it was just a disastrous but not that Surprising victory. No, they, by I the mean, Cowboys. Dallas struggled to come back. Uh, Dak Prescott ended up with 266 yards. Jared Goff only 186 yards. But what really struck me here was. Well, you don't need to throw a lot when you ran for almost 300. Exactly. And what really struck me here is the same as the New England game was clock management. They really knew how to manage the clock. They really kept it burning down. Uh, we'll get into the New England game, how they ran this clock. But uh, what I really liked is the Rams controlled the clock, they controlled the game, they controlled the momentum, and they really struggled and, and sort of choked Dallas out. Anytime that Dallas had the ball, it was it was a real we need to do something here moment. And that, you know, as we talked about it in the previous podcast, Dak Prescott does not thrive under yeah. that kind of uh, pressure when it comes to He's no to John L.A. Dallas has no not John won a playoff road game in 20 years, uh, not since January 1996. Well, to be honest with you, I, um, I think there's probably a lot of teams who haven't won a play- road playoff game well, in 20 yeah. years. Probably like 70% of the league. Tom Brady's won. I, we put the it. stat up, but Tom Brady's won like, I think, what is it, 27 uh, playoff wins, which is more than most franchises yeah, have. Like, yeah, in He's like, won more than 27 like, teams. And like 24 of them have been at home. Probably. Yeah. yeah, well, that's we'll get into that as well. Exactly. So, um, so that's going to be interesting. The Rams move on. Uh, and the other game we watched, uh, we watched this at the Greenwood. Uh, everyone come to the Greenwood this Sunday. Uh, late license. We get the games at 8 p.m. and 11.40 p.m., which means we'll be open till 4 a.m. Take Monday off. It's going to be good. Yeah. We watched this game open mouth, hoping that this would be a different result than it actually was. Chargers, which I think everyone thought uh, might be able to put up a fight. Ugh. Couldn't even, it was like fighting a Kleenex. It was, it was uh, so upsetting. 28-41, what a beatdown. It was over in the first quarter. Yeah, I have never watched a game where I felt, well, this is over so fast. Like, it was, like, it was just, like, basically walked down the field on the first drive. Actually, it was five minutes late, and of course, yeah. I missed the opening drive touchdown. And right then and there, it's like, they just walked down the field and scored. Oh, it's it was like, very easy. When the Patriots do that, they're pretty much unstoppable. They're pretty much unstoppable at home. They went 9-0. and at home, but it's just, and then with the, the San Diego, or San Diego, God, did it again. <laughs> the did San it. Diego swear jar. Um, but even though Phil Rivers came back on the next drive and hit Keenan Allen, you're like, oh, right, he's yeah. matching him. And then they just walked down again yeah. and then walked down again. And you're just, it was just so, it was like one of these feelings. It's like every New Year's, 
you get excited. You're like, this year is going to be different. You yeah, know? Like, every, know. Things are going to change. It's going to be different. Like, even your whole life. And then you watch the Patriots in the playoffs, and you're like, yeah, no, things are going to be the same. It is like and having uh, I've never had and, one. But it's kudos yeah. to them. They just beat the they Chargers. Did. And all this talk about, like, Bosa and Ingram getting to – they didn't even – Touch them. Nothing, like, the yeah. Patriots' offensive line dominated. Uh, Sony Michelle dominated. Tom Brady dominated. Like it was domination on every single aspect of the game. Even special teams, the Chargers fumble. It was yeah. just an absolute disaster. Anthony Lynn got embarrassed out there, coaching wise. And again, Chargers will be back, but that is a that is a scary thing because they're they're a strong team and they got whooped and they didn't even show any fight. So it's not like what were the Chargers missing, yeah. right? Like, they got everything they need, and they still got whooped. Well, I mean, obviously, New England had that extra week off, and, and you do say about scary about New England. It I've never had a stepdad who was abusive, but if I did, it would be the New England Patriots, because yeah. they, just, they just make you scared to come home. You're just like, oh, God, what are the Patriots going to do to me now? Um, it was an epic beatdown. Sonny Michelle, 129 yards. Three it just seemed downs. like, and it wasn't always pretty the way Brady got rid of the ball. He got rid of it very so quickly. Quick. No one can touch it. He was He's so just... quick to get rid of the ball, and he was able to force these uh, plays, which was just insane. The 13th trip to the conference championship yeah. in, uh, for Tom Brady. Unbelievable. Uh, Tom Brady was 34 for, four, 34 for 44, 343 yards, one touchdown. Just he picked up the game was over. Obviously, they didn't uh, bring in Brian Hoyer, which he was just sitting there, hey, Tommy, just uh, let me in a little bit. He was like, sit down your ass. Um, well, but yeah, so we'll get to the other thing. We're going to talk about this whole Patriots underdogs. Yeah, horse, well, here's... Horse shit. James White, 15 about. catches, 97 yards. What really struck me, though, was Julian Edelman. Uh, nine oh, nine catches, great. 151 yards. He is not that good. No, but, so no it's is, not that he's not... No, he is good. He is good. He was just... They just scheme him. They find him open. So, James Jewett's element is wide open on yeah, he's 90% wide open all of the, the time, passes. which doesn't make any sense. Because Why the fuck are you not covering that, like, I think it's because you got that James White factor where James White's almost like... Even though those quick passes, they're almost like running plays. Like, they're just... Hunt, zoom, James White gets like 7, 10 yeah. yards. So, they're always worried about them. Then you got Edelman in, in the middle, like in the slot, and he's just wide... Because they're worried about Gronk. So, then you yeah. just... They, Tom Brady just knows what you're going to do. It's, it's, it's like embarrassing. He's just like, yeah. He pretty knows exactly what every team's going to do to him. So I think he's got a tougher match because the Patriots on the road are not the same team as the Patriots at not. home. But at home, they proved they're the best team in the NFL. And if it, the only cha- reason the Chiefs have a chance this week is because it's in Kansas City. Yeah, no, I agree with you on this one. I mean, uh, Philip Rivers went 25 for 51, 353 yards, three touchdowns. Yeah, but all that came in garbage time. He it wasn't all came good. afterwards. It was 35 to 7 at the half. I mean, we were sitting in the Greenwood watching all the yeah. waves of Philadelphia Eagles fans come in. Um, and they were very excited, uh, which is uh, scary because they had no reason to be. Um, but, you know, it was such an epic beatdown that it was so ugly um, that you just sort of looked and went, Jesus, how are we going to stop these Patriots next time? How are you going to stop these guys? from running up and down the field. Uh, as we said, we thought the Chargers' defense would step up. There is video of, of Bosa uh, saying to Tom yeah. Brady, Stop uh, throwing stop it so throwing fast. fast. He's like, stop coming at me so fast. Um, so, I mean, there's a real respect there. Uh, Tom Brady, 41 years old, still throwing it and still able to get the ball around and still able to dish it off so quickly. Um, so it is going to be a scary thing. The Chargers, uh, you know, they're going to need a few pieces to fix their season. Um but that's the thing. Like, what pieces? Like, they got, like, got Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. They got great receivers. You got Melvin Gordon, great running back. You got the bookend ends that everyone wants in Boston Inger. You got Derwin Jones in the secondary. The only thing I'd say they probably need a good linebacker. They need that's offensive, the, they need that's offensive the one line to protect Philip Rivers. Better, you got to protect Philip Rivers. You need a good center. 
They've got to work on some things to be able to protect Philip Rivers, keep his drives going uh, to keep him moving. Um, all right, now we go to the last game, which was a lot closer than we thought it would be. Um, Big Dick Nick uh, was castrated, uh, so we don't have to hear about that anymore. We don't have to hear about the Carson Wentz or Nick Foles, uh, who's going to do what, what's going to happen. They did keep it close for a while, um, but New Orleans was able to rebound uh, You know, after this. Uh, Lattimore had a great game with two interceptions. Uh, always nice for a Bears fan to watch Elshon Jeffrey, who was a bit of a dick uh, when the Eagles played the Bears, um, fuck up and uh, screw up uh, the game and lose it all. Uh, he dropped the ball. Michael Thomas, what a game this guy had. Yeah, he was uh, a monster. 12 receptions, 171 yards. No answer for him. Breeze, who just turned 40 uh, on Tuesday, uh, went 28 for 38, 301 yards. What a game this was. Yeah, it was It was a really surprisingly close game because it, it was really interesting because you had the the Philly just came out to a 14 nothing lead. You're just like, oh, my God. Is this the, the legend of, of Nick Foles? Is he going to keep doing this? And then it just like New Orleans just kind of put the brakes on it and really just shut him down. And then Drew Brees kind of went to work. Again, the one thing I think is is you're not just seeing having that dominant Kamara Ingram running back attack. It's not getting the yards you would think it would. Like you're not getting like in the way yeah. that Gurley. You would think they would be the ones getting 273 yards rushing. Like yeah. like the way they were doing it last year. They've kind of had to use Drew Brees a lot more, um, which which is which is fine because he's Drew Brees. He's still throwing like 75. percent He's unbelievable. Just pick it. But Michael Thomas was. The game changer in this one. He was, he was absolutely amazing, yeah. fantastic. He was wide open, making big catches. And then, but just good on, but again, that Alshon Jeffrey play, like that's going to sting for a long time because you got those, you got the stories, you know, like when Parky hits the crossbar, everyone's yeah. like, oh, Parky's the worst and that. But Alshon Jeffrey, that was right in your mitts. He you was. Know? And, and it, it, it's whatever. People make mistakes just like kickers and that. So it's no, in the end, it's no big deal. But that one, they're in like at the 20. There's like two minutes left. Yeah. Lots of time. Nick Foles right there. Like, oh, what a what a way to end Nick Foles' career in Philly. Well, with, yeah. with that. Because what could have been? Because there's no, like, I'm not, I'm not saying he wouldn't have scored. But I think there's a really good chance the way he was playing, the way the legend of yeah. Big Dick Nick, he probably would have put that in. He had a good chance. I mean, it was scary, the drives that they were able to put together. And and he does have the focus. Actually, a lot of people, you start believing him when you see him with the ball. You're like, holy crap, this guy could actually do something here. And so it was really interesting to watch. Obviously, as a Bears fan, you're watching what happened the previous week. You're seeing this sort of go on. New Orleans, to me, could just never gel. They could never, they weren't clicking. They weren't able to get the offense together. The defense was keeping them the game. But when it was like 14-0, when, when they just came up real quick, when Philadelphia just scored really quick, you're down 14-10 at the half. You're like, what the hell is going to happen yeah. here? Um, but again, I, yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right. And I think New Orleans just hasn't been scoring like we've used to be. Like they used to be putting up like 35-40, kind of like in the way the Rams were. And it just feels like those offenses are just missing something right yeah. now compared to the AFC where it's just like they're firing on yeah. all cylinders. So it feels like it's, so that's why it's going to be a really interesting game of two quarterbacks, like obviously who haven't been as, cause there was talk about Drew Brees down the line as NFL MVP. Yeah. And then the last couple games, he was kind of like just a bit iffy, but he's still yeah. Drew Brees. But then Patrick Mahomes took over. But right now, that's why it's going to be an interesting game. I think that's what the running game in this next one is. Whoever has the better running game is going to win that game between New Orleans and the Rams. Yeah, has to be the milk. Uh, I think the big thing, we sort of losing Sheldon Rankins, I think was a huge thing. Because he tore his Achilles. 
That was not yeah. good. And he is, he's, you know, as a defensive Just, tackle, he's one of their big guys yeah, against the run. To tear it so late in the season sucks because that pretty much yeah. knocks you out for most of the next season, too. It's an Achilles like that. Achilles but he, is one of the he worst. He is such a big reason to stop the run. He's the reason why their, their stop against the run is so strong. And when you actually see that happen, you're like, shit, dog, what's going to happen it's now? It's going to be So tight. this is going to be very tough against an L.A. team who runs, you know? And this is going to be a very a very scary thing, I think, for, for New Orleans in that who's going to step up? I mean, you look a lot of the guys uh, from the New Orleans dedicated their game towards him. They were just like, oh, my God, because they realized just how strong and how impactful yeah. his injury was. It's very I think this, this is the biggest injury going in into the, into the conference yeah, oh, yeah, championships. Definitely, definitely. And so it's, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. All right, before we get in, we've got a new sponsor. Uh, Profit is here to help you start off your 2009 punting right. Profit is a secondary marketplace that offers customers liquidity and market rate cash outs on all bets. Tired of unfair and uncustomized cash out options on your sports books? Head over to Profit where you've taken a unique perspective on gambling. By cashing out with Profit instead of your book, you can make more money, see in real time how much of your risk you should lay off, what the win-loss scenario looks like on each side, and finally, give another punter great odds in the process of giving money back to your book. We're looking to create a community where users make more money and give each other better odds rather than donating to monopolistic books. We're going to illustrate how this is possible. Okay, listen here. This is how you make the money, folks. If you bet on New Orleans to win, or Rams to win Super Bowl 53 before divisionals, you'd have got them at 9 to 1. They've both moved to 3.5 to 1, which means that their value increased 2.5 times after one win. If you originally bought 100 pounds and at 900, your bet would be worth 257 pounds at 3.5 to 1 odds. If either of these teams advance the Super Bowl, their odds would move to 1.5 to 1 to win it, depending on who makes it, meaning your bet will have gone up 6 times in value. However, as of now, you would not be able to cash out fairly on these bets, and this is where Profit is here to help. With Profit, you can sell all of your money or just a percentage of your bet. That way you can win money no matter what the outcome of the bet. Profit is a marketplace, so now there are buyers and sellers. This is your bet worth 3.5 to 1 right now, and if you got it 9 to 1, Profit would suggest you sell your bet at 4 to 1, because if you tried selling it at 3.5 to 1, no one's going to buy your price. But you can get it the same, you can get that at Sportsbook for the same price. Surely you as a buyer would rather 4 to 1 than 3.5 to 1, right? With this in mind, Profit would suggest you sell 76% of your bet at 4.5 to 1, or 225 pounds, to net 900 pounds. As a result, if either of these teams win the Super Bowl, you'd net 215 pounds, 900 minus 685. If they lost, you'd net 71 pounds. On the other hand, buyers get the bet at 4 to 1 as opposed to 3.5 to 1, and they too can just buy percentage of the bet. Thus, sellers are guaranteed profit, and buyers are getting better odds that the sports books are offering. It's a no-brainer, a win-win for everyone. With Profit, you type in your original bet info and see how much money you'll make on both sides of what percentage your bet to sell and which odds you sell it at. This is something currently unavailable to all customers. Profit is changing the game, giving the best rates in the market and customizable liquidity, and all in the interface, it shows you how much money you're making. If you want to keep making less money, then you should be keep cashing out your cash book with your cash cow book. I want to try that line again. If you want to keep making less money, then you should keep cashing out with your cash cow book. If you're looking for a new experience and community, head over to Profit. It's on today at www.betprofit.co. We're set to launch in February. Exciting new platform, exciting new things, and we're excited because it is time for the conference championships. That's right. Conference championships. Uh, Join us if you want. Folks, this uh, Sunday night, as I mentioned, Greenwood Sports Bar right in the heart of London, across from Victoria Station. Uh, We're going to be showing the games there. 8 o'clock start time for the uh, NFC Championships. Rams versus New Orleans, 11.40 p.m. That's right, 11.40 p.m. on Sunday night is the AFC Championship. It's not going to finish until after 3 in the morning. Um, or so 4, depending on how many points are scored. Depending on <laughs> how many points. Luckily, we've got a late license till 5 that night. 
Uh, stay uh, at the uh, Starbucks or coffee shop if you want to wait for the tubes to open at 5 o'clock. It's going to be insane. New menu. Let's start with the first game. The Rams, 14-3. At New Orleans Saints, 14-3. Three. three points favorite New Orleans at home. Is it justified? Three points, do you think, in this? Total over under 57 points. Dude, I think, to be honest with you, I think both of these games are pick'ems. As far as I'm concerned, I don't think there's any real favorites in this. And the good thing is now that my Rams um, Chargers pick is toast, I can probably change. I don't okay. have to. I don't have to really go with my Rams if I don't feel like it. I'm, I'm really, actually, you know what? I actually am going to go with the Rams to win this okay. game uh, for a couple of reasons. I think Aaron Donald again. He's he's just well, he's just a game changer, and I want to see him kind of come out. And I think like, there's this. Uh, I I have this. I won't take even my next picks. So, okay. Um, but I have a feeling that the Rams really want to go back they want a little sweet revenge on a certain team uh-huh. that they accused of cheating uh, 13 years Uh-oh. ago. And I think that it would just be for like uh, storylines. There's just so many good storylines. Like that's an amazing storyline. Yep. And then if you have uh, Mahomes versus Drew Brees, you know, that's an amazing storyline. Like the 40 year old yep. versus the, the young guy, the MVP, two MVP candidates. So every game is pretty much an exciting uh, and then if you have Tom Brady, oh, just there's literally not a bad yes. Super Bowl matchup in this. Yeah. So that is the one beautiful thing about these two games. Um, but right now, I think I'm gonna go with well, I'm gonna go with the Rams. I'm, okay. gonna, go I'm gonna stick with my team. Rams, okay. you stick with the Rams. I'm sticking with the Rams to beat though, just because of Aaron Donald. I think um, Sean McVay, after especially after losing last year, and like they, he doesn't want that sheen to come off him yeah. of being the genius of being this guy. And now that he's got this new running game in his disposal. It's just going to help him in the passing game. I think playing in a dome helps Todd Gurley. It plays to his advantage. The only thing is that place is crazy loud. Yes. And that is the X factor in this game is how they're going to be able to handle that crowd noise. But I think you know what kills crowd noise more is running the ball and killing team with first down after yeah. first down and killing that clock. That takes the team completely out of the game. And if the Rams can do that and then Aaron Donald can make a couple plays, I think the Rams are going to pull this off on a uh, 30 to 27 victory. 30 to 27. Well, look, I, I agree. I mean, Sheldon Rankins is going to be a big thing for uh, losing New Orleans, and that's a big hole that's going to allow that running game to sort of go through. As I said before, Cooper Cup has been a very uh, interesting thing since they've lost him in Week 9. Since they have, uh, the accuracy of Jared Goff, 71.8% because he was a third down guy when they had Cooper Cup, 53% now without Cooper Cup. Um, so I think this is going to be real trouble for them. Um, L.A. has struggled against the run as well. Uh, which will be a problem, I think, when uh, you know when you see what happened with the Ezekiel Elliott, what they did to them. And now you've got the matchup of Tlaib versus Thomas, which will happen, but I think Ted Ginn Jr. is going to show up as a result of this. I like New Orleans at home. I like New Orleans to win this one. I like New Orleans to win this one 30-26. to 26. Um, Don't get me wrong. Like, my heart is all Drew Brees. I want Drew Brees to win the Super Bowl because I think he needs another one to solidify him as yeah. one of the greatest of all time. He still is one of the best, but he's got one Super Bowl he needs like two, like Manning, to be yeah. in the Manning category of second best. See, I think I think Philadelphia time. scared or shocked New Orleans a bit last week because they were almost like a little dog that bites you. You know, you sort of oh, this little cute dog, and then it bites you like ah, yeah. that little dog bit me. And so you start you started playing along to this, and I think that New Orleans undervalued and underplayed themselves, um, and they're not going to do that. They're going to you know they've they had the benefit of, of taking the week off, but I think they were looking for a different game than they were what they got from the Philadelphia Eagles, who really came out. Philadelphia was playing for everything. 
And I think that was one of the few teams that actually did play for everything. You look at how the Chargers played. They did not look like they were playing for everything. Where well, the Eagles did. They just got um, And they just weren't able to. But I, I think this, you know, having played them, these guys have played each other before. They know what's happening before. Uh, I just think Goff is still too green. Yeah, that is the true bit. Goff is, the, is a little bit of a worry. But uh, my worry is that offensively, the Rams looked better coming into this game than the Saints did. And I think you need that momentum in these types of games to go to the Super Bowl. You don't want to come off a, like one you squeaked out, which they did with a lucky yeah. interception. So to me... The Rams like won that game and they beat them by running it and just actually owned that game from the beginning. Yeah, well, not from the beginning because it went down seven nothing. But I mean, once they got the running game going, that pretty much changed the whole game. Where the Saints kind of needed a lucky interception where Nick was coming down and yeah. they might not even be in it right now. We could be literally not even talking about them. So that's why I'm going with the Rams. They just looked better last week, and I'm less worried about them. Okay, well, Ryan and I have different opinions here. Uh, if you want to make some bets, uh, go to our wagering page on NFLandLondon.com. We have some wagers. Uh, we will be expanding this throughout the season. Uh, look for more exciting new betting options to come your way on our site. Uh, very exciting times here for NFL in London. Uh, this is the exciting. Oh, my God. 11.40 p.m. Where will you be at 11.40 p.m. on Sunday if you're in GMT? That's Greenwich Mean Time um, time zones. Where are you going to be? Because we're going to be at Greenwood watching this game. Holy Stressing shit, Stressing out. Oh, my God. Now... I- I, I'm always torn to this because the Patriots are like, you know, I, I don't believe in monsters under the bed. Um, but this is the monster under the bed. This is like the it's dentist. The monster that killed the monster. This is the accountant the two days that you call before your taxes are due. Mm-hmm. This is that nervous feeling in your stomach uh, that just makes you go, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Um, Andy Reid um, has, the past few times against the Patriots, uh, they've scored 40 points or more against the Patriots, and that was with Alex Smith. He has, he has had a good number. Uh, has so had will number. he be able to, um, you know, the, the, the first time they played each other at Foxborough, um, you know, uh, Mahomes had a, it was a tougher game. Uh, he had a great second half. He went 9 for 13, 186 yards, four touchdowns, uh, because Belichick could plan a bit for him, but then when Mahomes took over, you can't plan for that. Patriots showed why they had that extra week off, what they did uh, in their dismantling last week. Um, But they don't have an extra week off, and they're going into a cold, frigid place. Not my ex's vagina. No, they're going into Kansas City. This is going to be an interesting one. Um, Well, they went, yeah, because they went three and five on the road this year. And that's the interesting thing about the Patriots is they weren't a really good road team. They struggled a lot when they went into, like, especially went into hostile environments. They just just don't seem like the same team. At home, they went nine and oh. They're just dominant. But right now, I just I like Kansas City, but not to win this game. I'm gonna go with the Patriots oh, no. just because I've seen it so many times, no. and I just right now it's like if you're if I'm gonna bet on Patrick Mahomes, who's never been in the big game against Tom Brady, it, not the big game. Every game is big in the playoffs, but yeah. Tom Brady is just that mental thing where Tom Brady's been here so many times before. He's gonna be ready. He's, they got like a strong running game going. Their offensive line is looking good, so they're gonna be able to handle just uh, Justin Houston and D Ford, and and just right they could just hit you with so many different ways and find you open. But this is gonna be a close game. I think it is absolutely gonna come down to the wire. But I think the Patriots will prevail because Tom Brady just wins these games. He finds a way to win. But 27-24, my favorite score. 27-24, Ryan's favorite score. You, you do mention about the road wins that, or the road losses that New England incurred. Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, Detroit Lions, Miami, Pittsburgh. Exactly. Um, but then you look at the ones they almost lost, New, uh, Buffalo and New York Jets. And those were close games that they, they, they were able to eke out a victory 
against those two crappy teams, I can't see it happening. Um, they've got the third worst pass rush. New England is third worst when it comes to pass rush, which means Patrick Mahomes going to have a lot of time. Yeah. Belichick likes to shut down things, but this is a team you got too many things. And, and they showed the running game last week. They showed that they have so many different options that they can throw to. They are ready for this team. The snowballs are ready. Tom Brady is going to see that defense. And I have Kansas City winning this one 31-24. Uh, Tom Brady will try in his last-minute heroics to try to, to get yeah. this game going, but I see the game getting picked and and uh, taking a knee, and that's it, and Kansas think, City wins. Yeah, I think the one real like um, guy Patriots really need to stop is Tyree Kill, who's killed them every yeah. time he's played them the last couple of weeks. They haven't had an answer for him, so they got to get Tyree Kill the ball, whether it's end-arounds, little short screens, because start hurting them that way, and I think the Patriots are really going to focus on taking him out of the game, which is going to open it up for a guy like Sammy Watkins yeah. to finally show why he paid $16 million for this yeah. guy, because right now, getting 500 yards and missing seven games like he does every year. I don't see why they're paying this guy this much. So he needs to have a big game. Um, and Travis Kelce is going that's, to... That's why this is the best team the Patriots have played against. Yeah. And they're going on the road. So if anytime they're vulnerable, I can definitely see them losing this game. I just have more faith in Tom Brady because they're using this ridiculous uh, underdog yeah. thing that they're trying to uh, bet against us. Julian Edelman selling T-shirts. Yeah. What are you... Are you joking me? No one's betting against the Patriots. No. This is a bullshit... This is like how people say there's a war on Christmas. It's completely manufactured. Yeah. It's bullshit. And Patriots, stop. You're embarrassing yourselves with this. You're the... I, it doesn't matter that you're the underdogs in this game. You're the favorites. You're the best team in the AFC until someone knocks you off. And I just don't think it's yet yeah no it's premature uh, to put on the dog faces it's um, embarrassing but it's I think it's going to be very interesting for this game uh, because I think they are doing that to motivate their fans get people pumped up oh of course but this of this course. is going to be something that you know in Kansas City I think that sort of uh, bugaboo that they have of having lost so many games um, in Arrowhead it, it, it sort of sits on them and now that they've broken this first curse of winning this game where everyone thought oh crap we could lose this game now that they've seen the defense show up, that defense has got to be on a high from last week and looking forward to getting at Tom Brady. They showed that they're not a joke. I think that really opened up. I'm sure when the Patriots watched that game, thought, holy crap, these guys are really coming out and firing. Yeah, it was a nice sign by their defense last week, especially you need that momentum going into when you're going to play yeah. against Tom Brady because you're not going to have that much time to get rid of him, to, to, to get to him. He's going to pass, he's going to get yeah. it out of his hands so fast. They got to watch out for James White. They got to watch out for Edelman. It's, it's going to be tough. Sony it's not going to be easy. I, I see Sony Michelle having a big game in this one. Uh, Edelman, I hope they stuff him. Um, uh, because you know he's well, just, he's got a lucrative shirt business now, yeah, so well, he doesn't really need the NFL. He's got all these different so super, supermodels he cheats on. Underdog so. uh, Incorporated. Um, yeah, it's 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 going to be a good game. Uh, you know, top, I think especially Tom Brady. He's forty-one years old. He does not have a good record in being a visitor, and that's because when you get older, you like your stuff. You like your own bed. You, don't like you like your own your couch. You don't sure. like to leave home. That ass and like, Hey, you don't like this stuff at all? Oh. I'm Tom Brady. Uh, so I've got this again, 31-24. Uh, if you want to watch the game, come join us at Greenwood Sports Bar. It's going to be open at 5 a.m. It's right across from Victoria Station. New menu. We've got sliders, yes. chicken wings, jalapeno poppers, mac and cheese croquettes. Uh, going to be awesome. Also, we'll be running a DraftKings contest. It's open to people in the U.K. Uh, find our, uh, our league, NFL in London. Uh, we'll be doing some DraftKings prize packs. Uh, if you can choose some of the winners in the AFC-NFC Championship, some paid and free games available there. Uh, just go to DraftKings uh, and then find our group, which is NFL in London. It's Wade and Ryan thanking you for joining us for this uh 
podcast. We will be doing a Super Bowl uh, preview uh, next week. Uh, so I'll be excited, and we'll also review these games. Hopefully, uh, I'm right in both. I them. miss, and I'm cheering for you too. I'm I, we're all. Side. I think people are cheering <laughs> anything but the Patriots because, uh, yeah, a lot of people say I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl if they're in it. Yeah, you will. Because it'll be will. a great game. Because the Patriots be, give you great Super Bowls. That's it the will one be thing a great. They do. Them. They do give a great Super. Super Bowls and great games. So thanks for listening, everyone. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, share it. Make love to it. Give it to your child as a birthday gift. It's free.